filmmaking covers a variety of genres, and during the 1990s, one in particular saw a resurgence, the big-budget disaster flick. It's coming! It's headed right for us! It's already here. For two science-obsessed kids growing up on opposite sides of Pennsylvania, nothing left a bigger impression than Twister. The suck zone. I think we're going in! Join Kelly and Joe as they dissect the second highest grossing film of 1996. We have to breathe, Dustin, we have to breathe! Minute by minute. Another cow. Actually, I think that was the same one. And relive one of their favorite movies of all time. No, that, that was a good sized twister. What was that, an F3? Solid F2. Tornado warning continues now. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Solid F2 Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting next to me is my lovely wife, Kelly. Hello. We are here to talk about Minute 85 of the movie Twister as we work our way through the film, and we are uh, about two-thirds of the way through and pushing towards uh, the end, the finale. What do you think? We're getting there. We're get- we are getting there. Years later, <laughs> we're going to make it. <laughs> like the end of the scene of Titanic. It's been 84 <laughs> years. Uh, so here we are. Oh, Rose. We're, we're going to talk about uh, Minute 85 and maybe do a little bit of trivia if there's not a lot of things to uh, point out or dissect in the minute with the dialogue or the scene or the science or whatever. Um, but do want to thank all of our listeners. I think All two of them. <laughs> It's more than one. It is more than one. Uh, We know that for a fact. And we appreciate people that have uh, liked and shared and and especially messaged us. uh, Danielle. I think you got to interact with Danielle. She's my bestie. (laughs) So we appreciate uh, appreciate the people that say that they enjoy the show because they love the movie Twister and they like our – some people seem to like our banter, which Danielle. I mean, Danielle has said that. We make it sound like it's plural. <laughs> well, I have told you over the course of these nearly two years that we've been doing this about the other people that have commented or messaged us, but I'm not even really sure Amy listens anymore. My just you're right. Danielle I don't. Listens. Maybe she, your your own sister, the, the maybe the she's next abandoned time, us. Maybe the next, you don't know she that. left us. She left us. They left us. No, I I will ask her. Um, we should drop a little test and see if she responds because she used to, you know, back yeah. in like the early, like minute twenty or whatever, where we did the uh, with the 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 horizon, right? Wasn't it something with the tree and here, Bill? Here, I'll, I'll the green drop a little. I'll drop a little golden ticket here. Okay, Amy, if you tell me that you listen to this, I will buy you your own bottle of rum chata. But you have to specifically mention this moment right here. Purple monkey dishwasher. Those are the keywords. Purple monkey dishwasher. Yes. That's from The Simpsons. I should have known that. Honestly, would you have been able to pick that out? Like, there's so many things I could be referencing. 
Yeah, I mean, The Simpsons is always a safe bet because there's so many seasons of it. (laughs) Yeah, I've only seen like the first 12 or 13. I'm only that's not that's barely a third or is that even a third or it's I know that's why over 30 some seasons. So, yeah. All right. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Twister. But to do that, Star Wars. (laughs) we have to. Very good. (laughs) Very good. We got this. See, you and I have always been like this. (laughs) Um, We have uh, to watch and listen to Minute 85 of Twister. So let's do that right now. Radio and... I mean, I don't, I don't even know if you want to know, but I, it's it's happening. NSSL predicting an F five. Joe, gonna happen to somebody else. You, you go stop it. I don't know how. Well, I think you do. You've been chasing these things since you were a little kid. It's what you do. Go do it. You all right? I thought you were going to go to the hospital with Meg. Epiphany incoming. We're we're leading up to it. So uh, that was the end of Minute 85. That was the 60 seconds that we get to discuss here this evening. So. Very sober, Dusty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very emotional, Joe. A very um, supportive Aunt Meg, as usual. Well, I I take I, I take exception with what she said to Joe. I don't like it. You, okay, why don't you like it? Because Joe, she says to Joe, you, you have to stop it. Or okay. It's got to stop. And Joe says, I don't know how. And Meg's like, oh, I think you do. Like, like she's known all along, but hasn't bothered to stop it. Like, <laughs> it's one thing to say, like, you've been chasing these things your whole life. Go chase it. But. Go stop it. Like, go stop it. It's a, it's a lot of pressure and unnecessarily so. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't even know. If it you just seems know. like a lot. It's, it's happening. And if she holds her jaw like that, she's going to get a migraine. <laughs> Joe. I mean, I would expect nothing less from Aunt Meg to, to send her off, though, because she's a she's a, a, a strong person who doesn't need anyone around looking after her. She wants to see Joe take down the big bad twister as if it was some, like, monster at the end of the movie. Yep. Defeat the evil. Also... I'm sorry, Mr. Paramedic Man driving the ambulance. You should have taken your gloves off before you touch the steering wheel. Well, I'm sure he's going to dispose of them once he arrives at the uh, hospital. That's classic PPE training. You don't touch objects that other people are going to touch with your gloves on, whether Mm. it's because you're wearing gloves for chemicals or you're wearing gloves for bodily fluids. Once you have moved away from the source, you take them off. You don't touch doorknobs or light switches or... Steering wheels, things that other people with ungloved hands could touch and then come okay. in contact with whatever Touché. was on your glove. So I hear you. That is just poor safety. It makes sense. Practice right there. It makes sense. So when 
you see the the storm chasers are watching Joe. Are they kind of trying to show that, like we know that Joe's, like I said, the epiphany is coming of how to make Dorothy fly or the sensors fly. Yeah, but I think I think what they're like saying, hey, look at her. She didn't go with Aunt May. Like, look, she's okay. She's I didn't know if they were trying to mirror or bookend the uh, sniff in the dirt. Like, what's on your pants? No idea. I don't know. We have two cats, two kids, and I like snacks. It could be anything. <laughs> and, uh, My gut says it's peanut butter. <laughs> but I don't it could be peanut butter. <laughs> so gross. You're so dirty. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Can you put those in the laundry and wash them Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You don't control me. Okay. Um, where was I? Now I you interrupted <laughs> this. the thought I was having. Oh, is this supposed to be... Joe's version of I've figured it out like kind of like they talk about Bill always having these moments where he can figure out the storm or the the twister is this Joe's moment to be that is this like flipping the script I don't know it's just kind of what I thought they were maybe going for no I th- no I I tend to look at this movie where Joe is always the one who knows what to do maybe i just look at it from a maybe it's a difference between having like a female or a male perspective on the same movie and i'm not i'm not making that into like a gender thing in any way i'm just saying that like she always to me was a role model in this movie that she was the leader she knew what to do and they all looked up to her so it wasn't like she always deferred to bill well, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I don't mean to make it like she needs to get up on on his same level or anything. I'm just saying at the beginning of the movie, it was Bill having these moments of eureka, and now is this her? No, like, I, I think similar? she's still she's following the same path she always had. Where Bill's moments are more intuition in the moment, hers are more scientific and logical, and I think she's looking at this and seeing sort of a scientific breakthrough. Less about intuition, more about logic and physics. Okay. She's smart. S-M-R-T. Another Simpsons reference. <laughs> I am so smart. S-M-R-T. Is that Oklahoma University hat? He's yep, wearing? it is. He needs to wash it. Which actually, and maybe we'll get to this. you wash a hat? It's in? tough. Honestly, there it's used to be a thing room, gr- right? growing up. Then maybe they moved on to like a plastic now, so that you can actually do. It. But plastic doesn't bend. Like you need something right. that you you can to... yeah you can form. Although like the way people wear hats now, like, I hate the flat brim. Like I can't with the flat brim. I, no. Growing up, you there used to be no. I know I can. That's you one should, of the reasons I don't like it. Though. But I don't. I don't like flat brim at at all. On anyone, any age, doesn't matter. There used to be a thing that you could put them in the dishwasher, but it was like it was a plastic shell that you would kind of like snap it in to hold it together. But I don't know really how that is any better than the washing machine, maybe because it's not tumbling. It's still going to get wet though, right? Right. I thought we thought it was a moisture thing. Yeah. Because if you get carbure wet, it tends to lose its, its shape and its durability and it just falls apart. Yeah. So generally, I. Most of my hats, I don't I have so many. I rotate them through seasons and, and um, sporting events and whatever 
that they don't get super dirty and disgusting. I have one or two that are bad. And when I was younger, I just ended up having to throw them away. I don't wear hats often enough that mine never, and I don't sweat like you do. No. Well, I, yeah, I'll wear hats when I'm, when we're playing outside. Are you going to so. wear a hat when we go to Disney World? Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't want my head to burn. That's going to get sweaty. Yeah, that one will. So I've got to be selective. Oh, well, no, honestly, last time when we went three years ago, now it wasn't January versus May, but I had, I think, three that I rotated through. One of them was the gray 8-bit Star Wars character hat oh, that yeah, you got, got me. And then I think I had two more that I rotated through. I think one that your parents got me and then another one just... Keep them fresh. Well, his OU hat needs a little. Spray, it does. I mean, well, like, all I, of Dusty does. Say, to be all, fair, honestly, like Dusty needs just to be cleaned. Look how dirty his clothing is. Do you think we could image match the clothing, and I could pull off that outfit for Halloween? Oh yeah, but you'd have to shave your face. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and I'd prefer. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that because I mean. We could easily find the hat would be simple. Uh, the the head gear, you know, the the headphones or microphone, whatever that is. I just I question if we could find that. Like, is it like southwestern? Yeah, it's like a Navajo. Type yeah, like print. Aztec. I, I think you could absolutely. We could find that print. Maybe someone has replicated similar. it. I think one of these years when I I'm going to be Ellie Sattler. Oh yeah, that that would because be that. One, I don't think that would be difficult no, either because like, what khakis, shorts, a pink shirt, and a jeans like yeah. a jean shirt over top. Yeah, and pull your hair back into a ponytail and yeah, get some hiking boots. The, uh, the yeah. hiking boots would would make it, but also I think like your your khaki shorts have to be up really high, right? Doesn't she like yeah, roll high, them? High They're like high waisted. Yeah, it was the nineties. <laughs> That's right. It was a simpler time. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was a. Uh, that was my question looking at Dusty is, can I replicate that look? Yeah, I, you're right. I would have to. I'd have to throw a blonde wig on and shave. And I don't know if I'm willing to do that. So Yeah, I'd prefer you didn't. You could be the other guy, though, with the goatee. Belter? Sure. I just, uh, there's, Dusty has a unique look that no one around here would get it. But no. there are people out there that would Danielle get it. Danielle would get it. <laughs> I'm sure Danielle would get it. Yes, um, gonna happen to somebody else. But no, no one, no one in our friend group would get it. It would be that would be very like inside baseball. All right. So as we uh, listen to minute eighty-five one last time here, uh, Kelly did not like this dialogue. Nor the paramedic with Take the gloves. the gloves. It's just poor safety. If OSHA rolled up, they're gonna have a problem with that. See, I would love to be able to go as Bill, but again, you, I'd have to shave, See, and he's so generic. You need a square haircut, but you could go as him, and I could go as her. Her, and I'll oh, wear, with, I'll wear with the, bucket. the bucket hat and, and the glasses. Pause it. Okay, so you, we just need a denim jacket for you. You need to. Is, she, is he wearing a tornado shirt? Yeah. Like a diagram. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it like a diagram? Yeah. So you need that jean jacket, and you need like to to square your hair up a little, like let it grow out, and I'll just trim it on the sides to get more. Of and a then sh cup. shave down a little bit to get yeah. more of the goatee beard. Yeah, like, yeah. there's not as much on his cheeks. And then for her, I just need the round glasses, a bucket hat, and a plaid shirt, and to carry some large cell phone from the early from 90s. the early nineties. Yeah. Like a like a Zach Morris. Now, type what would break. make that is then we use the girls' wagon and we make a re miniature replica Dorothy, and that's yeah. we walk around with it. Yeah. We we spray paint the wagon blue and we draw the 
the mural on the side and we put a Dorothy inside uh-huh. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is coming together. I like it. Listen, it sounds like a lot of effort though. And I think you and I both know that none of that will ever happen. We won't do it. No. no. But it's on the list I, of things I, have, I wish I had the the money, energy, and artistic ability to pull off. I have put in a lot of time over the years on the girls' costumes, and I will continue to do that if they would like it. But I never really do anything with mine because I don't go anywhere. Like I walk them around, but I'm usually cold. Yeah, I was so going to say layers and <laughs> Halloween night is not really your your thing because it's usually too too cold. Yeah. For, to you, for you to want to be out for, for that long. So, yeah. Um, well, I think that's it for minute eighty-five. So I think quickly, what I wanted to do is go over some more of the trivia. Uh, I we've touched on this, and I think it was live during the show we recorded this. I don't think it was just us talking, but about the urban legend of tornadoes hitting drive-in theater while the movie was playing. I think we went over that already, so I'm not going to rehash that. Um. It was. Oh, here we go. Here, this is an interesting one. Right at the drive-in scene, the characters are alarmed when TV screens go blank, showing only static before the tornado hits. In the days before digital television, it was discovered that tornadoes generate a signal that will override and blank channel two on analog TV sets. Digital TVs do not react that way. Again, there is no reference for that, but it is very interesting. If 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 true, so. That I thought that was a cool one. Well, we just got to get an analog TV and a tornado. And just, and just wait. Yeah, just wait. I'm sure we can report back quickly. I mean, the odds of that happening here are super I mean, high. quickly is relative, right? <laughs> it's true. Uh, here, this is one that we've kind of alluded to or talked directly about and, and scoffed about. Days with sh- sunshine posed a problem because they did not make the background skies look suitably stormy. In order to fix this and prevent delays, several scenes such as the truck cab sequences had to be flooded with high-intensity Klieg lights for better contrast. As a result, and I've heard this before, Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton suffered minor retinal burns through much of the filming. Yeah, that sounds awful. <laughs> right? Like, no thank you. I don't even like when I accidentally look at a light bulb and then I get those spots in my eyes for like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, that's awful. Like Retinal burns. That's no. And everybody in their life has had the thought, what if this is permanent? Yeah. (laughs) You know, like you actually look at an incandescent bulb and you're like, oh, shit, oh, shit. I like one of the the memes of like where you rub your eyes too hard and you move to a different dimension, you know, because you rub them and like stars, things are all over. You're just like, whoa. Yeah. Could you imagine having that? like more permanent or being dead like you're you can't open your eyes because it's just uh. all i can think of is when we had the uh eclipse a few years ago was that 2017 of what the eclipse oh the eclipse yeah august 2017 yep and trump was just standing out <laughs> like here take these glasses you moron he was just staring at it like shielding his like it was sunny one hand over his eyebrows looking up and i'm just like Wow. Wow. That takes some guts to be like, not today, solar <laughs> radiation. Um, all right. Let's do two more and then we'll call it this episode finished. The explosion of the oil tanker, which is upcoming in the next uh, what, wow, 10 minutes or so. spoiler alert. <laughs> the explosion of the oil tanker was originally mistimed and was not caught on film. 
DeBont, the director, decided not to tell the studio immediately, and the stunt was reset and filmed again, costing a rumored additional $500,000. Oh, my God. Wow. Do you think whoever... Was operating the camera or in charge of that production... Got fired. Someone someone got a, a talking to. Uh, last one for this episode. Helen Hunt was injured while filming the scene where the truck drives through the corn when the door was forced back into her head. For later shots, the door was wedged open. So, like, when she opens it, the force of the corn, I guess, smacked the door back into her. And they stopped filming. And they were like, here, we'll wedge it open to seeing the rest of this. That doesn't surprise me. I feel like those corn, corn stalks are pretty, pretty strong. strong. And if you put a bunch of them and you're trying to hold the door open, I, I could see that flying like back. When I watch that scene, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves. And I'll probably say this again in a few weeks when we get to that point. But I feel like corn is sharp. Like, the, like oh, yeah. the stalks are sharp. Yes. And that, like, the edges of the leaves would be cutting them. Well, I feel like, uh, yeah, I guess they were, I was going to say it, they're diving maybe mostly into the ones that the door had knocked down, but they do kind of dive. You have to dive more out so you don't get caught in the wheel wells. So, yeah, you're diving into that corn. That, that's, that was not comfortable for them. No. So, all right. We'll end I the know, trivia there. I've done it. Well, I've run around in cornfields many a time. Actually, I never have. I'm assuming that it would be unpleasant. But you actually—I actually did. That was not a, that. a joke or anything did like that. Did your grandpa is. grow corn? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was all over. He—he he didn't grow corn to be consumed by people. He grew corn to be fed to animals. Mm-hmm. But he still and, grew corn. Oh yeah, a lot of it. Yep. We ran around those cornfields all the time. Something I still can't believe that my parents let us do because you get lost. You go into a cornfield. It's tough to find your way out if you don't know the were, directions. Were there bugs? I don't really remember too many bugs, but I was a kid, you know, like. Yeah. This is like eight to twelve, like some sometime in there. I just read a line in a book that I was reading where the main character woke up and she had fallen asleep in the forest. She woke up and brushed a small spider from her sleep. Oh no. And I'm just I read this line like three times and I'm like, that is repulsive. But the, I will never go camping. Because the chance that a small spider could happen upon my person. The spider is upon my person. No, thank you. All right. And with that lovely anecdote, we're going to call this one. So thanks for listening to the Solid F2 podcast, Minute 85. We'll be back again real soon with Minute 86. Thanks for listening to the Solid F2 Podcast, a minute-by-minute breakdown of the movie Twister. That's all for this week. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Solid F2 Pod. Solid F2 Podcast is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. Visit jmnjrradio.com for more. Two.